Welcome to the Lockdown Cavs Podcast. I'm Chris Manning. I have a very special guest today joining me. It's Jordan Zerm from the Checkdown. Last time he was on the show, we were in Las Vegas talking about the Cleveland Cavaliers and Evan Mobley. So today's show, it feels fitting. We're here. We're going to talk only about Evan Mobley, what he was like at Summer League, what we thought of him coming into the year, and then get into how good he's been for the Cavs and where we'd like to see him go the rest of the season. And, and beyond. But before we get into it, today's episode is brought to you by McDonald's, and they are proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. You are locked on Cavs, your daily Cleveland Cavaliers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jordan, before we get too deep into the Mobley of it all, are you how much are you enjoying this cap season on a scale of one to ten? Oh man, I think I think it's it's probably at a ten right now, man, because. Um, I, I didn't expect them to be this fun and good early on, especially like when you looked at the schedule and like all the games they've had to play on the road. It doesn't even feel like they've even like unlocked the doors of Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse yet. Um, so I didn't expect this at all. One, I didn't expect how well they're playing just like regardless of opponent. But two, you looked at like who they were playing and this West Coast trip like immediately that they had to go on. And um yeah, I don't think it was expected from for me and for most people that they would be this fun and this good early on. So I, it's got to be a 10, man, especially kind of after how last season ended and um, just kind of going through another year of the slog that sort of was a Cavs season post the second era of LeBron. Like, this has been a blast, man. I haven't had this much fun kind of watching Cavs games since, you know, maybe not even 2018 because that one felt like it was a little bit of a struggle that year, but probably since 2017, like this has been uh, the most fun I've had um, sort of watching it. It's great to feel like that again. Yeah. I don't think anyone could have expected like the, the optimism of this season. Um, it's been really good and they've been good. I don't know if I would have believed that, like if the, the clean of the glass metrics, uh, I mentioned this yesterday, if, if this sustained based on their, their analytics numbers, they would be a 41 win team based on these numbers. And like, that is obviously way over their, that's way better than I think anyone could have thought. That's a 500 team. We'll see. I don't. I'm doubtful that that holds to some degree for a lot of reasons. But you couldn't have asked for a better start. And we'll kind of see how that levels. Um, all right, Evan Mobley. You and I were in Vegas eating some dots, yeah. uh, navigating the uh, of everything going on there. Wh- what to you stood out and and how did you? F- I, I guess like let's just go back to when we first saw him play. What did you think that early on? Yeah, I mean, I think um, you saw, like, the thing that immediately stands out about Mobley, and to me, and I wrote about this at the time, and I think you've mentioned it and others have too, was, like, when he was at USC, it was just really, like, how he moved, like, especially defensively, and how um, he did not, he doesn't resemble a seven-footer at all, like, the way he moves his feet, the way he can recover, the way he can sort of play pick and rolls, whether it's, like, drop coverage, or if he's playing up on the screen, like, whatever it is, like, he just moves like a guard, Um That was always the biggest thing that stuck out. And I think that definitely stuck out at Summer League. But the thing about Summer League was, for a lot of reasons that were out of his control, too, it was just like, it was not going to be a showcase for him to be able to show, like, what he can do kind of (laughs) offensively, as we sort of talked about at the time. Um, 
because uh, you know he yeah. wasn't playing with Darius Garland and he like, wasn't what if, what playing. If, I mean, just what if the Cavs like, had Kyle Guy at summer league? You know, like giving him that <laughs> yeah. rightful starting spot. Uh, like, killing would have changed Cuban everything, charge, man. I, yeah, would have won the title at summer league. But you know, it is what uh, it is. It is what it is. It comes full circle. But um, it was hard to get a sense of like what Mobley was going to be offensively, and it was pretty limited at summer league. I mean, he hit some jumpers. Um, he obviously, you know, created some stuff around the rim a little bit, but I mean, he was pretty, you know, limited offensively for, for reasons that were outside of what, uh, he could control. Um, and I remember you and I were talking about early on in summer league, they were like posting him up like way too much. And we were like, please stop doing that. And they eventually sort of kind of worked in some, like, you know, him being the guy handing the ball off on a dribble handoff and him sort of initiating from the elbow. And we were like, oh, that's cool. Like that's stuff that feels like you can take that into regular season. Um, so I think like for me in summer league, it was like, look, he moves, you can tell his movement in person. It's like, you know, watching him is amazing. He's going to be able to move and switch on defense and do all that stuff. And that obviously has carried right to the regular season. But you know, there were people that were tweeting about like, oh, Evan Mobley only scored seven points in the summer league game. Like, uh oh, and it was just like, let's let's take a look at the roster around him and let's let's pause a little bit. But like, you know, that's all we got to see, and we only saw four games, and he didn't really do much offensively. And it was fair to be like, damn, like this is going to take a while to come on, and that's okay. Um, but yeah, it's just it's sort of night and day between what now seeing him with a full roster of professional NBA players can do. Uh, for a guy that needs someone to get him the ball a lot of the times uh, compared to like what it was in summer league. I think in summer league, we just saw a guy that like, it kind of was like almost like a, a part one and a half of like his USC time. Cause like that was, there was no spacing. I didn't even remember this until uh, Mike Schmitz talked about this the other day, the great, really, really good East draft. That's Mike Schmitz, but he, there was like a game where Mobley went scoreless in college. And it's just like college and summer league are like very weird and they just work differently. In the NBA and it's just like yeah like if, if you're gonna post him up and he's really skinny and he hadn't like had chance to like add weight yet and like everything was like okay like Broderick Thomas is gonna dribble down and take a pull up three or like Lamar Stevens is gonna do that or, like whatever it wasn't gonna be conducive to him and I think I don't know if that like summer league is like this weird thing because I think it's tons of fun I if you and I talked about this when we were there it was both of our first times and like I would recommend going because it is kind of bananas and like it's pretty cheap to like see like fun basketball and like hear like the fan like the hear those guys that went nuts for Matt Ryan and like the the families of like players getting really into it and stuff. But like it also is just like I don't know how much of it I like I I like don't know how much of my notes from that time I'm gonna ever go back to and be like this was important for me like understanding this like it yeah. only really maybe matters to me if you're like a second year guy and you show up and you're bad. But like if like, probably should. Most Okay, he was fine. He didn't like set the world on fire. He wasn't like even the main event of like summer league. It was that that Cade Green game earlier on that felt like kind of like the big game everyone was look, looking for. And then there was like there was the Suggs Mobley game, but like Suggs was kind of like the standout guy of the two. If you're gonna compare, let's compare them two directly at summer league, Mobley's like been incredible. And like you could argue, Fran Fran Wagner's probably been the best rookie on the Magic so far. So it's like it's just this weird thing. I just feel like Mobley has in some ways already like hit a lot of the expectations we kind of had for him. But I think the offensive stuff is like kind of really interesting because I don't know if I expected him to be, I, I don't know if I had like a number, but like 15 points a game for him early. Like he's at 14.9 right now, shooting 56.4% on twos, uh, shooting 52% from the field overall. He's taking 3.2 uh, free throws a game, 80%. So like 
he's those are like solid numbers for a rookie who's still kind of finding his way. His true shooting percentage is fifty seven point six percent numbers for a guy kind of starting out. I don't know if this is the offensive version of Mobley we you could have projected out based on summer league, right? Like there's just something has changed, whether it's like the style of game, whether it's him getting more comfortable, getting better in that time. Like this is just like a already a better player than we than we saw at summer league and obviously at USC too. Yeah, it definitely is. And I think to your point too about like summer league being really hard to take any big sort of things away from it is like I remember one of my things at the time was like, man, Jalen Suggs looks really good. Like he's the best player on this magic summer league roster like they were giving him the like that would had cole anthony on that team and stuff and like they were giving him the ball and i was like man he looks a lot better than a lot of these other players and then you sort of remember that like you know he's playing against a lot of guys who aren't going to make rosters and you know who are you know not going to going to bounce around the league and you know jalen Suggs has really struggled to start the year i'm still like pr- pretty high on him i think he's going to figure it out like he's obviously we've played like yeah. two weeks of nba basketball but i think it just goes to show that like if you were watching summer league and my takeaway was that like jalen Suggs offensively was like the best rookie out of summer league like then you'd be like whoa like what happened like it's just such a flip from it so i think that's a really good point and yeah too and i think the interesting thing about mobley offensively is like he's doing it in multiple ways it'd be one thing if like all of his points were coming from just like cleaning up missed shots around the glass you know and he's done some of that he's done some put back stuff some just like Mm -hmm. look i'm you know i'm i'm skinny but i like i can position myself well down here i'm gonna get some tip some tips and and all that and like if that's all he was doing you'd be like okay hopefully his game grows out but like i just think about that play against the knicks chris where he took mitchell robinson off the dribble like blew past him (laughs) off the dribble and dunked and you're like Yo, <laughs> like well, it, it doesn't even feel like he knows how to like do that well yet. It's like his no. legs are so long and he can like navigate these things. And it's like just like I know what to do, even if what I'm doing here like isn't clean. Right. Like it's just yep. like I he his feel is like for for that. And the Knicks, let's take a break. But the Knicks, let's come back to the Knicks, because I think that would you agree that's the best game he's played so far? Oh, by far. I don't think it's okay. close. Okay, so we'll come back, talk more about that game and w- w- why that kind of sets the tone for him after this break. But first, got to tell everyone about our friends at Built Bar. Look, Thanksgiving is a perfect time for Built Bars. It can be a new holiday dessert, or maybe you're running at a 5K on Thanksgiving. Like, I'll be running the Turkey Trot in downtown Cleveland. I'm going to need a Built Bar after because I'm going to need some protein. And you know what? Got to, like, save room for the actual desserts later on the day. And right now, by the way, they have a bunch of new flavors. They have the cookie. Uh, they just had cookie dough chunk. They have the coconut brownie chunk back right now. That's an all-time flavor. So go replace that coconut cream pie with a coconut built bar or coconut brownie built bar. Go for the raspberry built bar instead of that raspberry pie. There's tons of great flavors to choose at their store. And they have new surprises all month. They have limited time flavors like that coconut brownie chunk regularly. So check out the site often. There's also a right now if you're feeling bold enough to, to go down that route. So look, remember, there's nothing like a built bar Black Friday too. Mark your calendar. Black Friday be a huge event with tons of them go to built.com use the promo code lock 15 you'll get 50 percent off your order again that is promo code lock 15 for 15 percent off at built.com okay back with jordan zerm from the check down evan mobley's game against your knicks ricky rubio kind of got the headlines i think obviously kind of deservedly for that one because he set madison score garden on fire put it under his the his under the spell of his just ricky rubio-ness but just his hair. His hair took over the building, and you could look extremely jealous of the hair and the ability to grow like a matching beard. It's like, it, it's it's uh, it's a bummer to me that I I just don't have that in me. But it is what it is. Um, Evan Mobley, 
I don't feel like I could have like if you're looking at a game for him to be all around exciting, you had him make two threes and take them and take four overall, but take them confidently. You mentioned him blowing by Mitchell Robinson. There was some passing out of the short roll where he would like he's already reading that backline defender when he gets in that spot. Like he's like, okay, I can fake here, I can get a shot up, I can pass to the guy cutting through, I can pass to the corner. Like he knows how to handle the situations. It already to me feels like he knows. Like there's obviously gonna be some rookie regression. There's gonna be that rookie wall that comes. He's gonna like have to navigate a stretch where he doesn't play well. The minutes thing could I mean, I know people don't always love to hear it, but like the minutes thing where he's playing 35 a night on average right now, like that there's gonna be some like, okay, like he's he's hitting a little bit of a wall just because his body is not used to this grind yet. Like I, I think that's something to watch as we go forward here. But it just feels already very clear that he's like figured out what to do and how to do a bunch of stuff and he's adding stuff and the Cavs are giving him opportunities to add into his game and to do stuff more stuff for them as we go here if you're saying like this is a guy that can help us be better right now and that seems to be the Cavs obviously want to get better right now they've been very clear I think about that in a lot of ways it seems like this is a this is a guy that if this holds and he can stay healthy and the rest of the roster can kind of stay healthy around him it feels like we're headed to a place where like he's gonna he's raising the floor even if he's not necessarily the best player on the team right now maybe it's jared allen um you know certain nights like i think garland's had some really really big nights sexton will obviously come back and, and be a scorer when he gets healthy from that meniscus injury rubio obviously has been a very steady presence etc i don't feel like we're a far off from the time where mobley's the best player on the Cavs, and two i think it's pretty clear that he's like if not the driving force and he's like one of the two, three guys on the team that is really shaping everything they're doing already right now. And that's, that's crazy for a rookie. That That's just really hard to do as a rookie in the league. Super hard to do as a rookie in the league. And I, you know, I thought he, he's probably, I thought coming out of USC, like obviously the talent um, was clear, but like, if I thought he was going to be pretty raw, like he had a pretty raw game. Like obviously the, mm-hmm. the stuff he does well, um, especially defensively. But yeah, I was like, look, this is, going to take time to develop and it has just it has just been immediate in a way that i didn't think and i like you're talking again we're talking about the Knicks game and everything he did and it was like yeah he had a pass to darius garland in the corner for three off of a short roll that was just like wow like really great vision saw darius and his man sagging off him to try and stop himself on that roll and just hits Darius for a three. He blows by Mitchell Robinson like we talked about. And not only did he hit those two threes after missing his first two, but he hit those two threes at very crucial times in that game when the Knicks were trying to get back in it. And then every game he affects defensively, especially at the rim, and how good he is at being vertical. Like Derrick Rose tried to go at him at the basket. Mobley just went straight up and just was like, no, and just like altered the layup and he missed. And he does that multiple times a game. I think he's there was a style he's contested the second most shots in all of the NBA. Like it's, he's just like, he is going to like go with you to the rim. He is not going to foul you. And he's going to get those long arms up in the air and he's going to alter how you get to the hoop and he's doing it to guards. And like, he is just, um, he's going to impact the game in so many ways. Like, I don't think he's going to, you know, he's not going to score 30 in a game very often. I don't think, I just don't think that's how he, um, how it's going to operate. But if he's scoring like 20 plus, but then doing, you know, having 10 plus rebounds and five assists and the stuff that doesn't, you don't see statistically, but like affecting guys percentage, like in the restricted zone, then you're just like, you know, like this dude is going to do everything well. (laughs) And so when we talk about raising the floor, like that to me is more what it means. It's like not just offensively, he's going to help in a big way there. 
it's the it's it's the it's the it's the defense the passing he had that pass to jared allen you know where he just like so calmly he's driving towards the hoop he sort of just pauses for jared's man to come over to him and then just is like here you go like he saw that from a mile away and so you're gonna get him defensively and passing he's gonna cause havoc and you're already seeing that stuff and it's really hard not to like project that out into the rest of this year and beyond into like with the kind of player he can be just all around i've loved every time to getting to see him in different situations like i love getting to watch him defend julius randall at times yep um, i love every time he gets switched onto a guard i love getting to see when jb's throwing him in the middle of a 3-2 defense and is like hey you just want to roam for like a couple possessions and like make teams lives hard and it you know like I, there's parts of what the Cavs have started that are skeptical i i like the three stuff i'm i'm and i'm just going to be skeptical of i think forever yep. i just don't know if i i buy it um, there, there's like stuff that I think is going to, we'll understand it better. And I think we even understand it, but I think like if your bait, the back line of your defense is Mobley and those two together, I think in particular really working. Cause I don't think like he's good on offense as a center. Like he can, cause he can do a little more of the lob threat stuff. He, and you get a little more passing and everything is a little more fluid because you're just not playing too big defensively those lineups i don't like statistically they've been bad and it's really like low numbers of possessions for each of these lineups and stuff but like those are offensive lineups and more they're defensive it's like i it's like when him and allen are on the floor together i feel like i i feel like when you specifically let them just do their stuff they're covering for the guards on switches. he can like handle whatever kind of stuff you want to throw at him i'm kind of comfortable just like different kinds of lineups you could like put around those two and just seeing what works and be closing lines. I mean, I think we've seen the Rubio Garland or, or a big wing and then Mobley Allen with sex and off, or like if it's Garland Sexton and Ruby when everyone's healthy again. And like, I just, Mobley just seems like a guy that it, like this year right now, you we've seen it because I think they're doing different stuff, but I think also like as we go forward this year, next year, as long as he's around and assuming like, obviously the trajectory sustains, Assuming there isn't like something that this is a guy that's going to, I think, allow you to get really funky. And I just want to see how funky and weird they can get with it and how they ultimately decide like what is like the, the big like macro sort of team vision. And then like how weird they can get in the nuances. Like I, I want to see weird. Um, one of those is like, I find, I want them, I, it almost like it could be marketing in theory. Um, I, I want to see them have like a, like a, and he'll need to get bigger too, but I, I want to find them have like a, like a, someone to pair with him up front that like compliments him in a way that Allen does. Cause I think that's how you like really that maybe like you need to have a different way to play. If you're going to, if you're going to go mobile, the five, it's really hard to find those really good offensive fours. But I, I've wondered, I've already kind of like peeked around. It's like, okay, like, can you find like an upgrade at the very least over like the, the minutes where like Jetty's played the four, because like, those are just like crazy. Jetty's been good, but those are like crazy. Those are crazy yeah. lineups. Those are crazy decisions to make kind of. Yeah, they, um, but I think that's sort of the benefit of like what Evan's skill set and movement gives you, especially on defense is like, yeah, you can just kind of put him wherever and like you don't have to worry about it. Like you really, you know, he re in, defensively in the way that he can switch, he, you know, he reminds you of like Tristan Thompson, where like eventually the Cavs just were like, we can play him in whatever lineup because like if he gets switched out on our guard, we're cool. Like we don't mind it because, you know, Tristan can stay in front of that guy long enough that, you know, the defense can sort of, rejigger itself and they're not worrying about you know having to not switch stuff because Tristan could just get out there on a guard so I think you just like you let Evan sort of 
you mold him into whatever lineup you want to run out there. Cause he's going to be able, like you said, I think he's just going to be able to handle it. Um, I think now is the time, especially with Sexton missing time is they're going to have to get weird with some lineups because like, we still have no idea what Isaac Okoro can be, especially offensively. Um, and he's missed already so much time this season that it's and just it, like, yeah. And people are listening to this on November 10th. It seems like he's going to play Wednesday. Yes. Whether he starts or not is a fun little question. Yeah. Cause I, 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 I would start him, I think, and keep Rubio as kind of like the I, make organic off the bench. But I, yeah. I, I kind of wonder if JB's just like double down on the Rubio thing of it all. It seems like a JB thing that he might, he it's, might do that. I agree. I think, I think the bit to me, and this is obviously a, a, the sexing conversation is for another podcast, but to me, like one of the biggest things that's going to hurt. <laughs> you just want to like have your mentions is... be even worse because you tweet <laughs> Baker, Baker and sexing tweets just for Baker, your vibe. Yeah. If, if you want to have the worst Twitter day ever, just tweet about one of those two. No, but I think like a huge bummer of the sexing thing, aside from, you know, you feel for the dude, you want him to keep developing, keep scoring, but like, it's it's gonna tempt JB yeah to start Ricky Rubio and they're just gonna have to play Ricky more and like he was so he's been so good off the bench and in those closing lineups and like I I do hope like you can keep him in that role because I think like what he's able to do may diminish a little bit if you're like starting him and playing him bigger minutes and he's on the court longer um so we'll see what happens there but yeah I'm with you like I'm I'm skeptical of the three big lineups. I think like there's a, there's a reason why I tweeted this out, but it's, and it's a really small sample size, but there's a reason why like the five of, I believe it was Garland, Rubio, Mobley, Allen, and Jetty were like plus 63 in like 14 minutes was like, yes, that like will not be sustained that high. But like, that is a more traditional, like you have a wing and Jetty's playing well as a wing and he's shooting the three well. And that makes a huge difference. I'm also Mm -hmm. forever skeptical of, jetty and that this is going to be a thing that he can sustain for the entire season but i'm thrilled it's happening right now look he's, but, he's been he's been good he's been, been kind of good no i have i literally have no nothing bad to say about jetty who i have been like a huge skeptic of for most of his time here he's playing in a way i think we all hoped he would play and when you have a wing in that lineup and you're not playing lowry marking in, in instead i think that's just a better lineup and it's going to allow you to do more stuff um so i I, it will be interesting to see what happens with Okoro. It's going to be interesting. Like Okoro, you know, we've the whole time we've said it, it's like, look, he's going to have to become a guy that can score more than in the single digits in a game. Like he's just going to have to. And I think now we're going to, you know, he's going to really have to because somebody's, they're going to have to replace sex and scoring somehow. Um, so, I, but I, this is the time, my, my bigger point was this is the time to experiment because it's like, Sexton's going to be out. You're off to a start that nobody thought you would get to. You have a little breathing room at least to like, be like, okay, like we got through this horribly tough part of our schedule. Like let's have eight of the next nine at home and like, let's settle in a little bit and try some stuff. And so um, I think now's the time to do it. I, it may be a little different had they like come back from this <laughs> brutal stretch of the season. They were like one and eight and you're like, well, um, but no, I mean, they, I think they've given themselves a little bit of leeway because you can see when everybody's healthy, like what the vision is and what Evan Mobley and Jared Allen can do on the back line, that defense, like you mentioned. And so, yeah, we will see, but man, it has just been, you know, just watching Mobley, like hit those two threes in the garden in like intense moments when he missed both. And then he just hasn't really been making his threes very much. It was just like, let's go. Like that's a rookie in a, in the garden with a, against a good Knicks team and just being like, I'm gonna keep shooting these threes and I'm gonna hit them. And like, I was so hyped watching that. And that was such yeah. a big deal. Like 
the kid is not, he's quiet. Like everybody that's been the thing is like, he's kind of reserved. He's quiet, but he's not scared. Like that dude is not scared. So, um, that was really, that was really awesome to see when he knocked down those two big threes late in the game. Yeah. All right. One last break. We'll be back. What we want to see from Mobley going forward before our word from our friends at bet online. They're back and better than ever with a new web interface for the start of the basketball season with more props, odds, and lines never before better line remains the number one spot for all basketball and football action this season head to the new or updated mobile or mobile so uh, to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit just use the promo code locked on to receive that bonus from basketball to football to baseball postseason action to nhl boxing ufc and more plus your figured vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of those amazing offers available for this season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet and all your favorite sports. And remember that's bet online where the game starts. Use that promo code locked on. All right, Jordan, wrap it up here in the next couple of minutes. Give me the one thing or a thing. There's never just gonna be one thing, obviously, but what is a thing for what for this season? Let's not be this season. Let's just a little more on the now. What, because the strength thing is the obvious thing for Mobley. It's like we just want to see him in a weight room get bigger. He's talked about it a lot where it's like you kind of feel like that's going to be a point of emphasis. What is a thing with Mobley you want to see this season for him to add on to his game and develop as we kind of go along here? Yeah, for sure. I think it's just being um, sort of more confident in his game when it's not sort of like what we talked about, like putbacks or he's getting hit for an open three. It's sort of like it's like that play against Mr. Robinson when he just was like, he saw what he wanted to do. He was aggressive about it. And he went to the rim and he dunked off his own sort of creation. I think the times that you've, the things that have stood out with Mobley offensively, when you're like, yeah, there's that sort of rawness is sometimes he'll get the ball at the elbow uh, or kind of like the free throw line. And like, he's still just not really shoot, sure what to do there. Like he took like a long two against the Knicks. I was just like, eh, that's probably not the shot. Um, he also like has a couple where like, he starts to get into a move, like whether it's like a little spin or like whatever, and kind of just like chucked it up there. Now he has a soft touch. So a couple of them went in, but it's like, I think just a little bit of refinement in those areas, uh, whether it's shot selection itself or just working on some of those moves when like, he's clearly like quicker than the guy guarding him. He maybe has like a height advantage, but he's still mm -hmm. not a hundred percent sure like how to get to the hoop in that way. I think you've sort of seen a little bit of both hesitation and just not really having a plan, just kind of like, I'm going to try to spin and throw this ball up. Like to me, I think once he really gets like his plan offensively down and it is so early, like I don't even expect him to have that right now. This isn't even really a huge criticism, but it's like, you can see it sometimes when, you know, he's like, okay, I want to go to the hoop, but I don't really know how to get there right now. Um, I think when he starts to really like map that out and, and really refine those moves, when he gets it sort of in the elbow in that area of the court, like I think that's mm -hmm. going to continue to just open stuff up. So I think you'll see that because I, I do think you saw it a couple times against the Knicks, even though he had an incredible game, there were still instances where you're like, that didn't look great. So he's got some room for improvement there. And so that's what I'll be kind of looking for in the sort of immediate future is like refining that area of his game. But man, it's a, it's a small thing to nitpick right now because I thought we'd be nitpicking way more about his offense this early on. I think I just want to see him like threes. I th I think I just want to see like some pick and pops. Yeah. I want to see him running. I want to see like some like goofy, um, like of the double drag set where like maybe Okoro's like setting the low screen and he slips and and then Moby pops. Like I just want to see weird stuff. I also just want to see him because I just think it would be fun. One of the things that was fun about summer league was he would take live rebounds 
and he would get to bring up the ball. Yeah. And then, just, like, even if he was just bringing up the ball to make the first pass and then set a screen off ball and, and get the thing and get I just kind of thought a good start for him. And we obviously are not going to see him do it a ton. And there's certainly something to be said of, like, okay, Darius and, and Darius is having, like, I think, a, a pretty good year. Rubio has obviously been really important for this team. Let them just kind of direct traffic as you're kind of growing into yourself a little bit, especially while you're having got a bunch of guys out of the lineup. Like, things have been wonky. Like, there's a reason that, like, lineups have been so all over the place to a degree. But I kind of wanted to where, like, if Moby gets a live rebound, he has a he has the, the chance to go and maybe, like, start a fast off of live rebound because he's able to get up the floor very quickly. I want to see him and, like, Kevin Love run a pick and pop. Yep. I just want to, I, I just want to see what, like, the of him as like the ball handler in that stuff looks like, I don't necessarily think it's going to be good right away. Like, I don't necessarily believe that he's going to rate it first time he does it, but it is the kind of stuff that like, if he's going to get to the ceiling that it seems like he could get to, those are like the little things that if he can add in like little stuff to his game and the other stuff continues to develop, it just adds a little more nuance. And it just like might at a certain point, just need to like be a team that is able to find muck and like to just get like some goofy basket sometimes to generate enough offense. Like that's a way like lean into the weirdness of Evan Mobley. But I, I agree with you too. It's like, I want to see him just like if he's on the elbow and he sees, he can just blow by the center guarding him. Go for it. Like, why not? Yep. Like, like, like what's, what's, what's the harm in him getting to try that right now? And like, he, there are certain. I knew that Embiid would be one. Um, you know, go bear, but like, the, like I want, if it's Mitchell Robinson, like if it's Isaiah Stewart and, and the Pistons, if it's like Daniel Gafford with the Wizards on Wednesday, like, why not? Like if he's in those situations or if it's like, Elk, smoke that dude, like you can, like clearly can do it. You know what I mean? Smaller fours. If teams try to do that, like, I think he can already kind of dominate that stuff. It's going to be fun. Jordan, I'm going to ask you just a crazy question as we go. And I have to just tell me yes or Ready. no. Is he the best like the Cavs have had since LeBron James? Oh yeah, yeah. I, okay. I wouldn't even he- I wouldn't even hesitate. I think what you've seen, it's like, it's, yeah, yeah. Just like what you've seen from him this early on, plus what like he can project out from here to be. Like I don't think there's any question. There's already stuff where it's like, how did Evan Mobley not go number one? Like I've already seen that in so many places, and it's like, listen, I understand why he didn't. Um, I, you know, I was very adamant about like, man, I would love Jalen green. I thought he would have, like, he's going to have an immediate impact and he's a scorer and he's a wing and all this, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, the conversation changed pretty quickly and I, and I hope it continues to stay that way because, um, yeah, he's immensely talented. So yeah, I would say there's no question. This is the best prospect the Cavs have had since LeBron. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, disrespect to, to the basketball player Kyrie Irving, but, um, no, Mobley's two-way potential is just oozing in a way that is just very fun. What you could build that kind of player and where the league's at right now, frankly, just with those kinds of guys, it's just, it's very fun. This is on pace to be the most fun and normal cap season in a long time. And fingers crossed it doesn't it. go. Chris, don't you jinx it. <laughs> I, if it's anyone's fault, it's, it's obviously, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be on. Uh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's, it's on Evan's Evan. Fault. Yeah. Yeah. It's Evan's fault, obviously, but uh, check out the check down on Instagram. And on your socials, you get to see like Drew Aller throwing bombs at from Madonna High School against Cleveland Heights against my oh, alma mater. That one hurt me to post. I was like, "Look, this is uh, this is objectively a great throw, but why is it why is it happening against the Tiger? Madonna, why do Madonna, I 
Medina County zone out here repping. He's going to go to Penn State and make all the Ohio State fans in my life very salty. And, and <laughs> yes. that's honestly, honestly he fine. Good. He looks fine. pretty yeah, good. Look, Chris, looks pretty good. So. Uh, yeah. Follow Jordan on Twitter. Uh, give him a follow and they'll give him back the check mark they stole from him, which was wow. an unbelievable, awful decision by Jack. Personally, a, a slight that has yet to be right. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 wrong. It hurts. But until next time, it's been locked on. Everyone have a good one. Enjoy Cavs Wizards. We'll be back covering that game after that wraps up. However it goes, should be a fun one.